Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. I'm back today with Carmine Gallo. Now, if you haven't heard our first episode on the communication strategies of Jeff Bezos, go check it out. It is phenomenal. Carmine is a Harvard instructor, renowned author, and communications coach whose career has given us the blueprint for the world's most successful businesses and entrepreneurs. In this episode, we dive into the art of storytelling, a technique that's been used for centuries to effectively communicate simple to complex ideas. We talk about the ever-changing ways to communicate and how in today's digital age of tweets and text, storytelling is still more important than ever. Do you struggle to maintain a consistent health practice? Research shows that regular restful sleep, exercise, and mental fitness can help you live longer and thrive under stress. But where do you start? And how do you stay on track? Enter AIM7, the app designed to help you change your behavior for the long run. With AIM7, you'll improve your health and fitness and be empowered to pursue audacious goals and thrive in uncertainty. And the best part? Everyone starts for free. And you get direct access to our team for four Zoom calls during your first month in the app. For just $15 a month, the cost of three cups of coffee. Yes, I looked it up. The average cup of coffee in the U.S. is $4.90. You can transform your life with AIM7. If you're ready to give it a try, sign up now using the link in the show notes. All right, now to my conversation with Carmine. So let's lean in and learn from the best. Communication has changed. Digital communication has kind of taken over, whether it's visual, whether it's tweeting. This isn't a new subject for you. You've been working on this for a very long period of time. Over the past 20 years, you're watching communication mediums are changing. Have any of these principles changed? Because, I mean, Bezos's letters, those are almost the first ones, almost 20 years old now. Is the same principles apply? Here's a tip that will help all of our listeners communicate across any medium. You have to keep this in mind. Like you said, I've been studying this. I've studied persuasion, communication for more than two decades. I've been immersed in it. And here's the tip. The tools we use to communicate have changed. You're absolutely right. The tools we use to communicate have changed. The human brain has not. The better you understand how people process information, the more persuasive, the more successful you'll be at communicating your ideas. So for example, Abraham Lincoln did not have the benefit of a TED stage where he could share a message and instantly get it into people's hands wherever they were for free. Go to a TED site. Abraham Lincoln had a tree stump instead. He, he literally would stand on a tree stump, so not a TED stage. And yet, Doris Kearns Goodwin, the famous historian, said that he was a magnificent storyteller. And people came from all around the villages to, to witness this incredible storyteller who was running for president. Fast forward to today, what is the number one rule if you are about to give a TED Talk? Tell a story. 100%. It always starts off with a story. <laughs> Always starts out with a story. So storytelling, uh, this is even in, uh, I've got the book behind me, Yuvan Harari, the guy who wrote Sapiens. Uh, if you go back hundreds of thousands of years, storytelling 
is what separated our species and make it and made us that dominant. Stories inform, they illuminate, they inspire. You're suggesting, yeah, the tools have changed. Absolutely, we have different ways of reaching people, but they are still connected to one another through the power of story. So you still Let's have to be a good story. storyteller. How do you be it? I mean, how can you be an effective storyteller? Oh, I've got some great tips. I, I love uh, not only this, the idea of storytelling, I wrote a whole book just on business storytelling. And uh, actually, just a little backstory real quick, Eric, if, if that's okay, because you mentioned storytelling. Absolutely. I wrote a book called Talk Like Ted, which is how to give a TED style presentation. Well, one of the most popular chapters from that was tell a story, because that's one of their principal guidelines. If you give a TED Talk, you've got to start with a story. People think, well, that's that's kind of formulaic. Well, not really, because think about it, the endless books that you read and the television shows and the movies that come out. They all follow a formula, and that's the guiding principle for all good stories. All stories from the beginning of time that are successful follow the same formula. And every Hollywood movie still does today. And that is the three-act structure. This is important, Eric, because the three-act structure is something that you can use to explain almost anything, to give any presentation, to introduce a new product or a new idea. Steve Jobs followed a three-act structure. And I know that is a fact because I wrote a book on Steve Jobs and how he gave presentations. Three-act structure, real briefly. Set up. Conflict resolution. So the first 30 minutes of a movie is the setup where the characters are introduced. Act two is the conflict. That's the middle hour of a two-hour movie, and that is where the hero has to overcome hurdles and villains to accomplish their goal. And third is resolution. Everybody lives happily ever after, and the hero either achieves their goal or is transformed by the experience. Now, think of two guys uh, living in an apartment in San Francisco, and they have to make ends meet. They can't pay their bills, so they decide, let's rent air mattresses to guests who are attending a local conference in San Francisco. Ah, that's the setup to this story. Then they decide to make a business out of it. They call it Air Bed and Breakfast, later to be called Airbnb. Act two, though, brings in a lot of conflict and hurdles. They don't make money. They're barely surviving. And people don't want to invest because they're skeptical of this idea that people, that strangers will trust people going into their homes uh, because we all, we all grew up with stranger danger. Exactly. So that, that, that doesn't seem security like a real yeah, yeah, there's some security issues with that. So they had to come up with very creative solutions to solve that problem. That was the conflict, the problem that they had to solve. Once they can prove they solved that problem, they literally transformed the sharing economy uh, and the way we experience travel. And, uh, and along the way, they now? became billionaires along yeah, the way. I <laughs> I love this. It's like there has to be this arc or else you're not going to engage. And, and that I, that was it from the IPO, Eric. That was from Airbnb's IPO. The way they structured it was a three-act story. And I later learned, get this, Brian Chesky, the co-founder and the CEO of Airbnb, is a student of storytelling. Hmm. I wonder if he's applying what he knows to the IPO roadshow. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm raising money right now for my company, AIM7, 
And the first time one of the guys on our board, I presented him my pitch. He's like, dude, there's no story here. Oh, interesting and, that he would say that. Oh, he's a masterful one. He's got a TED talk. I'll have to send it to you later. His name is Mark Hadar. He's a wonderful storyteller. And he's like, you have to. And so now the story starts with, you know, this time in my career when I put my career on the line and, you know, our head coach ended up going with it. It opened a multi-billion dollar market. Da, 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 da. Now people are engaged. And I've gotten to the point now I can tell that story in about 45 seconds. And now you're hoping to you hear more. That's the setup. You're introducing yes. the characters and the conflict and why the adventure began. Can I give you some tips on advanced storytelling? So that's ba- that, that's basic. That's good for most of our listeners. But if you want to get into advanced storytelling, I'm going to tell you something that very few people have talked about. They're called beats. In a Hollywood movie, beats are scenes that move the action forward. Now, think about really good storytellers. Let's go back to Amazon, for example. Everyone on this podcast is familiar with the inciting incident. That is the name of a scene in almost every movie. Every rom-com, that's when Hugh Graham bumps into Julia Roberts in Notting Hill, spills orange juice on her blouse, and oh, by the way, my apartment is conveniently located nearby. That's the inciting incident. The inciting incident is without that event happening, there is no adventure, there is no story. Go back to Jeff Bezos when he talks about, when he tells the origin story behind Amazon. And every time he tells it, he always has one statistic. He said, I was working with it for a hedge fund in New York City, and I came across a statistic that the internet was growing at 2,300% a year. That was incredibly fast growth, and I wanted it on it. How am I going to capitalize on this? He always includes it in every story. And it's because without coming across that statistic, There is no Amazon. There is no adventure. Another beat that every movie has to have are fun and games. They're called fun and games. I've talked to screenwriters about this. You got to have some fun to break up the tension. So think about an event or an experience that could be a little humorous, uh, just to give the audience a break. So Jeff Bezos, when he tells the Amazon story, will often uh, talk about his road trip. And it's literally a road trip. It's like a road trip movie out to Seattle to pursue his vision and to pursue this dream. And on the, on the way, he calls a lawyer because he wants to incorporate the company. And he says, uh, yeah, I'm calling it Cadabra. You know, like Abracadabra. That was the original uh that was the original name, Cadabra. And it wasn't, a, it wasn't a good connection. No. And, and so the lawyer on the other end goes, uh, Cadaver? Cadaver? That's the name of your company? And Bezos goes, hmm, maybe I better rethink it. So he later turned it into Amazon, which, by the way, is a good metaphor. We've talked about that before. Uh, but that's just one of many like fun or funny, humorous things that happened on this road trip to Seattle. And then another beat, this is the last one, Eric, and this is, this, this is essential for a really good conflict story. And that is all is lost. That is the moment in every movie where you think, yeah, that there's no way the heroes are going to reach their goal. The adventure ends here. And for Bezos, and again, he's very good at storytelling. He always talks about 2001 after the dot-com crash. He goes, Amazon lost 90% of its value. Everybody counted us out. 
there, there was a magazine cover that said Amazon.bomb. Oh, okay. So, so now it's like, oh my gosh, how did they survive? They survived and thrived because he said, we are going to relentlessly pursue our vision and focus on the customer. Oh, okay. So now he's, he's reinforcing the company's values through this method of story. So story can be very simple. Okay, it could just be a personal story about why you got started, or you can take it into more advanced areas where you're really thinking through how do I structure my story so that it is ultimately impactful and memorable and people want to follow me. I love this because you can shrink this down into I've got one minute and <laughs> you can take this out and you can bring these into like, I'm thinking right now I have to go speak next week in DC and I'm talking about the business case for why you should exercise. And so I'm thinking right now of moments of humor that I could inject because in 45 minutes, people aren't going to be focusing the entire time. So how do you break through the noise of their brain to bring them right back into that situation? And I'm already thinking like I already got an opening scene of like stress and why, you know, but Great. this is yeah. what keeps you engaged. You think about great presentations and like when 45 minutes flew by and then you think of other ones you're like, oh my goodness, can I leave now? And you've been teaching people for years. I mean, is talk like Ted, right? Well, that was one of my most popular books when it came out. That became an international bestseller, which I always love. I, I love speaking to people around the world and learning about storytelling in different cultures, you know, and, and in different uh, industries. But I also wrote the one that kind of put me on the map in terms of communication was the presentation secrets of Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. another extraordinary storyteller. And you know, Eric, what's interesting is I wrote a book on Steve Jobs and how he gave presentations. And I was like hyper-focused on how to give a better presentation. I don't even believe I use the word storytelling. I didn't use that word because I was, it's a presentation, isn't it? Years later, Tony Fidel, who- I love who, Tony Fidel. Tony's great, wrote that incredible book called Build. Yes. Uh, worked side by side with Steve Jobs. I heard him on a podcast. This is years later. This is after he left Apple and he built Nest, sold it to Google. Uh, and they asked him, what was, uh, you know, give us a few things that you learned from Steve, your mentor. And he goes, storytelling, storytelling, storytelling. And it dawned on me, oh my gosh, I was, I was writing about storytelling. I just didn't call it storytelling. So the point is, Eric, that we're all storytellers. You are the storyteller in chief for your household brand. You're the household CEO, but you are the storyteller in chief. No one else is going to be able to tell that story as well as you. So think of yourself not as giving a presentation, not as giving a pitch, not as taking a meeting, but as telling a story. And you'll find that your content and the way you express yourself will change based on the way you reframe the way you see yourself. I love this because I have little kids. I got three, three young boys. And as a parent, telling them to do something is one thing. Reframing it in a story that they can connect with is a totally new thing. And that's why I'm just thinking about even like the Bible. Like I read the Bible, like those stories, they, they make a point, right? They, they, Jesus taught in parables or parables right? forever. People have taught in stories because that sticks with you. And if you can teach it to a child, you can also mimic that you can reproduce the yeah. same process, you know, for maybe a client or for a presentation yeah. you have to do. So if somebody's interested in learning more about storytelling, which of your resources would you point them to? 
the latest book does go into how to tell a story and it goes into advanced storytelling. So the Bezos Blueprint is, is a good place. Talk Like Ted is probably a very good book to start because it explains a little bit more about what the, the elements of a great presentation. It's not so much about giving a TED Talk. It's what can you learn from some of the greatest speakers in the world who have given TED Talks. And again, when I've talked to them, when I've interviewed them after some very famous TED Talks, many of them will point to storytelling as the key element. There's a lot to learn about storytelling, but start paying attention and see yourself as a storyteller and not a presenter. Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. And if you've been listening for a while and you haven't taken a moment to leave us a comment and review, please do that. Give us a five-star review and leave a comment for why you love the podcast because Apple and these other platforms leverage these comments in their algorithms to help us reach more people. I would really appreciate it if you did that. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.